welcome back to Black Oak Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of The Good Place. This is season four, I believe. Episode one and two. The Girl from Arizona it was a two-parter. Written by Drew Goddard and directed by Andrew Law and Cassia Miller. I gave both episodes an eight out of ten. I like them. Though I will say that some of the emotional beats kind of played familiar. But I do love seeing Michael and Eleanor have their father-daughter relationship. And uh, we finally got a conclusion to Derek, who I was getting really sick and tired of seeing. So there's that. Uh, With sad hard eyes, we start this episode with Eleanor introducing herself to Chidi introducing him to the good place where he is geeking out about just about everything (laughs) i think i said like about four times in that one sentence and where she has given him his secret ability to conjure books with his mind thinking about it getting it straight to his hand definitely spoiling her man just a little bit she leaves him to it then is greeted by the group with a hug and some understanding that this is a difficult time right now but michael has his mojo back it seems and is more than happy to be the assistant giving everyone pep talks about their significance to success except for jason whose greatest gift is when he actually shuts up Sean, too, in the demon world, is giving his demons a dressing down pep talk. Uh, rallying around their evilness. He called that girl skin mark of evil. <laughs> Just wow. The new old lady, Linda, is very basic. So she pawns her off on Janet, who is under a lot of stress trying to keep the neighborhood together. While also you know catering to everyone's requests she made all the people a lot is put on her shoulders and i feel as if she needs some additional assistance jason is trying to be a supportive boyfriend but is jealous of the child boyfriend dynamic playing out with Derek, since he is clearly making those moves even though none of them i don't know why you would even be threatened by unless you were jason he eventually says that i'm gonna steal your girl you know i'm taking her she's mine and then he goes to mindy's to hit Derek's plunger to kill him but this causes more anxiety and stress on janet who doesn't understand because Derek was not competition but you were jealous when you saw tahani all of over him so i don't know why you would be surprised but if she can't think about this she has the whole world to think about <laughs> and saving humanity and keeping this whole thing afloat so uh i think that she made the right call that if you can't be mature in this moment which clearly you cannot then you need to uh we need to retire this relationship michael did tell him in the next episode i believe i'm kind of mixing them up to give her some space then there's the whole simone issue as she is in absolute denial that she is dead doing crazy things to subvert her reality and force herself to wake up going to tahani's party dressed like absolute trash 
and making an absolute mess of the place. Damn, this is the second time I've done it. I did like a double word in the same sentence. It's because I'm not fully awake. I'm not really on my game today because the world is just really chaotic for me this week. <laughs> I don't know if it's the working out, if it's the weird sleep pattern I found myself on, or it's just the fact that I keep getting distracted watching single parents, which I am super depressed is canceled because I love that show and I ship Angie and, um, oh, what's his goofy face name? <laughs> How am I forgetting right now? I, lo- I ship the shit out of them. Y'all know who I'm talking about if you watch that show. Um, but I digress. Uh, I need to do better. <laughs> Especially if we're going to talk about Westworld later. Because I am not 100% with it. The group knows that she needs to introduce Simone to Chidi, but Eleanor is reluctant to get the exes uh, back together. But Michael convinces her it's what Chidi sacrificed for. However, the first meeting does send him running from the batshit stomach ache that is Simone's fractured idea of the afterlife that it doesn't simply exist. Brent is sent by the bad place and he is the absolute, damn it, once again, worst, <laughs> becoming a demanding, misogynistic. Um, he's clearly had some sexual lawsuits in his past. He is meant to drive everyone nuts with his ego, not just you, Eleanor. His white privilege is definitely showing, as well as his need to tell people that he isn't racist because he got a black female dentist. Go. Go. Bring all your white people with you. Because y'all niggas got to exit right now. I'm not sure why Tahani was giving herself all the points that Linda was a little off. Everyone can see that, just no one cared. So I don't know why she was like, I'm the one that figured it out. It wasn't something really to be figured out. It's a pretty much process of elimination if this is a serious issue right now. And you are supposed to be part of the group that's helping. So I don't know why you need credit for things that you should just be doing more. But um, it turns out she's a demon and she's that shirtless one who definitely uh, does not know how to follow directions whatsoever. This dirty trick allows Chidi to become the fourth human in the experiment, which is a boon for the team because the Soul Squad is what I believe they're called. Because he's already shown that he can change. He's already had his memory erased. Perfect. That's what you guys get for being underhanded. Sean's like, dude, you were not supposed to bust out of your disguise in the first five seconds. This leads to That's Your Life, where we hear about a woman talking about rescuing every duck in the world. Chidi goes on, but he's still amazed by the fact that she rescued every duck. Brent is impatient. He gives his spiel about being a white entitled man that he intends to go play golf, has called a car service, and is driving Janet absolute crazy. Eleanor wants to use a bad place move against Brent to handle the situation, though Michael is kind of against it. The tactic is the one they used on he used on Eleanor by making her feel like she doesn't belong here, by having everything act out the next day. 
like his spritzer was raining down on him uh people were dressed in crazy outfits there was a golf ball being um just going on around the place but brent while he does make the conclusion he does not belong here he also suppositions there must be a best place and that's where he is designated I am so high, I can hear he said janet is my assistant and i've been buying her outfits and she's uptight because she hasn't put them on and michael's like so you've been having janet make clothes that you give back to her <laughs> that was probably the funniest part after this latest failure the group consider changing leadership as it's been three days and things are not going great eleanor rightly points out that she was not planning to be the leader michael freaked out but it's fine take the job fuck this shit i quit michael comes and finds her they have a heart to heart this was a little repetitive on the conversation we've seen before between them of you know you outsmarted me 800 times yada 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 yes you're just a girl from arizona but you're the only person that can save the world and that failure is a part of it you know the group apologizes for doubting her she says she understands she's questioning herself but enough of all that she has a plan after her pep talk they tell brent to go uh, that he will get into the best place if he basically does good deeds because it's a good deed contest they do hope over time he does it for the right reasons because the selfish reasons are the the foundation of where eleanor started like she only started being good because she felt she had to but she hopes brent will eventually make his way there i think that he officially is worse than you but you did sell medicine to people knowing it would not work so you know i i can feel that she would be more optimistic than i would michael admits that he didn't have a panic attack but it forced eleanor into leadership he wanted that as only a human can truly understand another human janet breaks up with jason for the length of the experiment because she really needs to concentrate on the world and while he's trying to give her space it's only like a half step back and then she also breaks it to him that the jaguars cut blake bortles which he took surprisingly well i thought he was gonna freak out over that tahani tells him you won't be going through this alone you have friends and gives him a hug eleanor tells chidi simone is his soulmate and that she is struggling typically i wouldn't tell you this but i think that you need to help her accept reality he tries to conjure a book from his bedroom <laughs> from his house then gives up uh, wanting to thank her for knowing everything about him and his stomach ache and that he's never fell in love and she's like i know um so all this was good even the part where the book slapped him in the head so chidi goes and finds simone and teases her about the possibility that this is indeed real and that treating people with kindness and respect is rather free even if this is a fake afterlife how about we start there she doesn't tell simone that they're soulmates eleanor is proud of herself and michael points out that she made an even bigger sacrifice as chidi doesn't even know that he gave up that ass and that's how we pretty much end this episode 
Um, I'm interested to see how this year hands out for the team. I really don't want to see a reemergence of the Simone love story now that I've gotten my Eleanor Chidi. I don't want anything to uh, interfere with that. So leave it alone. Leave it alone. I know. I'm in good hands. I trust, at least. I'm giving you this much credit right now. <laughs> and you're not going to screw my love interests. Because that would make me upset. Uh, no feedback this week. But if you want to join in the com- uh, conversation. I was going to say competition. <laughs> Blackocouch at gmail.com. Or you can leave a comment below on this podcast. My social media will be there as well. Remember to like, share, subscribe. If you have time, go over to iTunes, rate the podcast, leave a review. I know I know more of you are, wa- are listening than I have reviews. Yeah, I said it. I said it. I look at those numbers occasionally just to see what's going on in the universe. Drop a line, even if it's cool beans. <laughs> Until next time, peace, hair grease, and black eye magic. <laughs>